Welcome to the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast, where we chat about fueling your performance on and off the field, court, track, or pool. I'm your host, Stephanie Melitano, a registered sports dietitian who specializes in helping athletes optimize their performance with a strong fueling plan. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will provide you with specific strategies and practical tips to help you reach your performance goals. So join me as we explore the world of nutrition and learn how to take your game to the next level. This is a question I get a lot from athletes, whether it's a DM, an email, or during a free discovery call and we're just getting to know each other. Where do I start? Athletes want to know, you want to know, where do you start when it comes to nutrition? There are so many things out there that tell you to do this or do that or add that or revamp completely. And you have to have somewhere to start. Yes. But the truth is when it comes to nutrition, you never want to overhaul what you're currently doing. Whenever I'm working with athletes, I'm going to say this again many times during this podcast and in other episodes as well. Small, consistent changes are where it's at. Those small changes that you make from week to week will help you build the most confidence in fueling your goals. So you'll learn how to do something, feel confident in it, move on to the next thing, but you'll also have more energy, more strength, more endurance, more speed, all the stuff that makes you a better athlete. Not to mention, you'll be more focused. You'll be able to concentrate. Those are things that are great for school and as an athlete. So this doesn't mean that you can only do one really, really small thing. It means that pick one thing, work on it for a few days or for a full week. Once you master it, fantastic. Let's build on that. Let's either add more variety or take a different step in a different way and pivot and grow your fueling plan. That is what it is all about. So today I'm going to share five tips, five things, five really foundations to your fueling plan that every athlete should follow. Now, again, these are not things that you have to do immediately. These are things that you choose one and you build on from week to week. And that is what it's all about. So let's get started with this five pillars for your success. Number one is protein. Now, as athletes, we're all thinking protein all day, every day. But that's not exactly what we want. And we're going to talk about what protein looks like, how you can be consistent, how much you need. But first, let's talk about what does protein actually do for your performance? The protein on your plate, most obviously, helps you build and recover muscle after a long practice, after a run, after a lift. But it also strengthens your bones. So along with calcium and vitamin D, that protein works with that and extra energy to help reduce your injury risk. Protein also keeps your immune system strong, so you don't have to sit on the bench while you're battling a cold or hopefully staying home, actually while you're sick and not spreading it to your teammates. As a teen athlete, protein also supports your hormones, your growth, your development. So if you want to build strong muscle, hit your height potential, really kind of fill out as an athlete in a strong way, protein will help you do that. There is a strategy for protein to help your body truly use it to improve your game. The strategy here is consistency. What we don't want is you to load up on a ton of protein at one or two meals 
or maybe have a ton of shakes and bars and you're missing out, right? You're not spreading that protein throughout the day. What we want to do is with every meal and every snack, we're including a little bit of protein. Research shows that the more consistent you are with protein, so little dribs and drabs throughout the day versus one big meal with protein, then a meal with no protein, and then a big meal with protein. So those little consistent dribs and drabs instead really help you build the best muscle. Now, why is that? It's because you're giving your body consistent, there's that word again, building blocks. So those amino acids that are in protein, you're being consistent, giving your body little sources of building blocks or bricks, kind of think of amino acids like bricks throughout the day. So you're able to build more muscle and repair more muscle throughout the day. Again, consistency is the name of the game. Now, for those of you who are looking for specific numbers, typically my recommendation for most high school athletes is to aim for 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. And now I know you guys aren't all weighing out your protein and then converting it to grams of protein and amino acids. So just use your hands as an example. Your palm is roughly 20 to 25 grams. So aim for a size of piece of your palm or maybe the full hand, but that's kind of that ratio you want to aim for for that protein portion when it comes to beef salmon, chicken, those sorts of things. Now we have meals covered, right? We're looking for 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. You may ask, Steph, what about snacks? What should I do with snacks? The goal for snacks is gonna vary a little bit, but really just aiming for anywhere from 10 to 15 grams of protein for every snack is gonna be really great. So things like yogurt, cheese sticks, edamame, roasted chickpeas, trail mix, peanut butter, right? You could combine different things together to make high protein snacks. Think about milkshakes, smoothies, things that you can make, oatmeal. Oatmeal, you think of, oh, that's a carbohydrate, but actually it has some protein in it too, right? So we can combine things like oatmeal and maybe make it with some milk. And now we've got a solid snack or a really good meal for an athlete. So we're thinking about hitting that 20 to 30 grams or that 10 to 15 gram window for protein throughout the day for meals and snacks. Now, what types of protein should you be looking for? There's two key types. There's animal protein and then there's plant-based protein. Now, animal proteins are digested a little bit easier and all that protein is absorbed and used a little bit more smoothly than plant protein simply because plant protein has fiber, which slows down digestion, can lock in some proteins, make them harder to digest, but it does not mean that plant proteins are bad options. They're wonderful options, especially when it comes to variety and your fueling plan and protein. Some of my favorite animal proteins to recommend are things like chicken, beef, fish, dairy, eggs. Really the list goes on and on. But the key here, and you'll notice, I didn't really mention protein powders and bars because real protein contains a lot of different vitamins and minerals compared to those bars and shakes. When we're thinking about protein, we really want the foundation to be a lot more whole food. Things like salmon have omega-3s, beef has B12 and iron and calcium and vitamin D and all of these good things that give you the bonus nutrients. You not only get protein, but you also get those bonus nutrients too when you eat those sorts of animal proteins. Then we have plant-based proteins, things like tofu, beans, lentils, nuts, seeds, soy milk, quinoa, even oatmeal, like I mentioned, has protein. So never doubt some of those plant-based foods because you compare them together to create really great, strong protein dishes that have that 20 to 30 grams of protein that you need per meal. Remember, when it comes to protein, consistency is the name of the game. I think I've said it five or six times already, but consistency, consistency, consistency is so important. We wanna make sure we're spreading that protein out throughout the day to help you build the best muscle, the strongest muscle, to help recover that muscle after a tough workout.
You want to give your body variety too, different types of protein. So just don't, don't be like a chicken, 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 or peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter. Really add a lot of variety when it comes to your protein intake. By eating different types of protein, you're also giving yourself different nutrients, different building blocks, things that will help you be a stronger athlete. All right, foundation number two, carbohydrates. We want to make sure we are adding carbohydrates to your plate. You want to know what the secret to having enough energy is? Carbohydrates. The secret to being focused? Carbohydrates. Really, the foundation of your fueling plan needs to be carbohydrates. High school athletes need a lot of energy, and most of that energy is going to come from, say it with me, carbohydrates. So the more you train, the more carbs you're going to need to eat because you have to fuel your muscle. You're also fueling your human self who's still growing and developing. It needs a lot of energy as well. So based on your training time and your training intensity, that's where we have to figure out how much carbohydrates needs to be on your plate. When you think about the the plate of an athlete, what should that look like, right? So you're visualizing your dinner plate. For carbohydrates, we want either a third or a half of your plate to be made up of carbs. And you may be thinking, wow, that's a lot more than I eat now, or perfect, I'm spot on, I'm already eating there. And that's awesome. If you're already there, that's fantastic. Listening to your body, giving it energy, proud of you, awesome. If you're thinking, hmm, I'm not quite there yet, that's all right, let's work on it, right? So if you're at a quarter plate of carbs, let's work up to a third. If you're at a third, let's get you to a half. Let's just elevate that carbohydrate a little bit So you're really fueling your goals. Even for just an hour to two hour practice, having that third plate of carbs at every single meal, you'll feel an energy change, especially over time. When those days and days and weeks and weeks go by and you're giving your body enough fuel, you will feel better. If you have a practice that's two or more hours, a game day, two days, it is essential that you're bumping up to half a plate of carbs. We wanna make sure you have enough fuel on your plate to help you really push through those two hour practices or get ready for that game. Because on game day, I want you to be a step ahead of your competition. And how do we make you more explosive? How do we improve your endurance? How do we improve your strength? Say with me, carbohydrates. So when it comes to carbs, there's two key types. There's your complex carbs and your simple carbs. Complex carbs is what we want to focus on most of the time. These carbs have a lot more fiber, going to keep you full a little bit longer. So things like whole grain bread, brown rice, um, even beans, chickpeas, bananas, oats, whole wheat bagels, whole wheat pasta, great sources of complex carbs because they're higher in fiber. Then we have simple carbs. And simple carbs, you want to focus on these before practice. So in that two-hour window before practice, we really want to start teasing out that fiber because fiber slows down digestion. I don't want food stuck in your gut right before you hit practice. Never a good thing, never a good feeling. We want those simple carbs right before practice. So things like pretzels, crackers, maybe banana, white rice, plain bagels, sourdough toast, right? We're noticing those whole wheats and those brown rices kind of slide away and in come those more simplified foods with lower fiber. Great choices before practice. Really the key here though is variety and finding what works best for you when it comes to carbohydrates. But what I want you to do is to make sure your plate is balanced with a third a plate of carbs or a half a plate of carbs. That is the key. We've got to keep your body energized. And this kind of leads us into point three as well. Kind of, I don't know if I should make these two points or one, but while we're on it, let's just, let's just transition right into the third point. Choosing strong snacks. Now your snacks as a competitive athlete are going to have a significant impact on your game. We all know what you eat impacts your game, but we're not just going to get by as athletes on three meals. We've got to add in a snacking strategy. 
Snacks, honestly, are just as important as meals. They help you continue to give your body energy throughout the day. So it's like sneaking in extra carbs and proteins and fats that you need to succeed. So here are kind of the three basic snack recommendations that I think every athlete should have. One is a strong pre-workout snack game. We're going to have a whole podcast episode on pre-workout snacks because I think they're so important to talk about. But just to give you a quick overview, this pre-workout snack is your chance to fill up your battery right before you hit practice or that game. It is a quick carbohydrate, so those low-fiber carbohydrates that fill that battery up. That's our goal. We want to give you one last burst of fuel before you hit the court or the pool or the field. This is the goal. Think really, really simple. And how I recommend all my clients remember this is think about what would a toddler eat? Toddlers love simple carbs. Simple carbs are perfect before practice. Think really simple. Applesauce, banana, waffle, fruit snacks or gummies, fruit leather, dry cereal, these sorts of snacks, 20 to 60 minutes before training, so just grab a little snack, see what works for your body in terms of timing, but this is a great energy boost right before practice. So this pre-workout snack, 20, 60 minutes before, is on point. Snack number two, the recovery snack, the back end of practice. So often, big mistake I see athletes making is they reach for protein after practice and just protein alone. Yes, you need protein. You definitely need protein. A big part of kickstarting your muscle recovery is having that carbohydrate and that protein. We need carbohydrate to fill up that energy battery again, and we need the protein to help strengthen and rebuild your muscle. They kind of come together like a pair after a workout. You need the carbohydrate and you need the protein. It doesn't necessarily matter what you eat. So if you are able to eat right after practice, awesome. Go grab a sandwich, go grab a meal, whatever you want. Fantastic. If you're one of those athletes who has an iron gut, amazing. One of the challenges I see for athletes is they finish practice and they work so hard, their gut just isn't ready for a full meal. And that's where having that recovery snack can be really helpful. It just buys you more time before you have to eat that meal. So you can have a snack, relax, stretch, drive home, shower, breathe for a second, then have that meal within an hour or two versus going straight into that meal. So what does a high protein, high carb recovery snack look like? One of my favorite choices to recommend for athletes is chocolate milk or chocolate soy milk. It has protein, it has carbohydrates, plus it helps you rehydrate and it has the calcium and vitamin D boost. Super simple, also super portable. You can drink it in the car, keep it on the field with you while you're stretching, cooling down, that sort of thing. Really, really easy. You can also do things like drinkable yogurts and a banana, or if you love protein bars, you can do protein bars and banana or a protein shake and pretzels. Noticing protein, carb, protein, carb protein, carb, right? We're pairing things together. The third type of snack that I want to talk about is the anytime snack. This anytime snack is the snack that you keep with you for when hunger strikes. It just creeps up on you and you don't know what to do. Boom. You're reaching your bag. You have this anytime snack. This anytime snack can really be anything that can hang out in your bag for a week or a day or an hour. And it's there when you need it. And that's what's important because as an athlete, hunger can strike at any time. Maybe yesterday's workout kicked your butt. Maybe this morning's breakfast wasn't as big as it should have been. Hunger's creeping in. We've got to honor those hunger cues. That's where that anytime snack comes in during practice or um, between classes in the car, on the bus, just driving around, running errands, whatever it is. You've got this snack with you in your bag. And in some of my recommendations would be things like trail mix or granola bars, a protein bar. If you know you're going to eat it that day, you could do things like bananas or fruit, apples. Typically, I recommend shelf-stable things that can hang out in your bag for a day or two. So if you don't need it, it's there when you do need it. 
And you know what? I think I'm going to throw in a fourth type of snack too. I said three, but I, you know, I'm thinking here, there is a fourth type of snack that I do recommend for a lot of athletes and it's the evening snack. This fourth snack is right before bed or maybe like an hour or so after dinner. Again, depending on when you eat dinner, the I know the athlete lifestyle and you're either eating at four or you're eating at eight or 9 p.m. There's like no in between, right? Especially in season. So if you're eating dinner at nine, it's tough to get this snack in. Um, but if you eat an early dinner and or even in the off season, you need more fuel, kind of not working out as hard, you've got more time, this evening snack can be a really, really great choice. It's a snack after dinner, before bed, doesn't really matter what time, there's no rules. You can eat and then go straight to bed or you can you know, wait an hour. It's really whatever your gut tolerates. There's no rule on when you can or can't eat. You're an athlete, if you need fuel, you eat it and you move on. We know your body needs the fuel and that's the rule there. Something simple, it could be like cheese and crackers, it could be a yogurt bowl. You can make something really fun, like a, a smoothie bowl or a milkshake with yogurt and ice cream, a little protein powder, some berries, whatever you want. But this is your opportunity to give your body extra fuel while you're sleeping. Because that's when most of your body does all of its muscle rebuilding, recovering, strengthening bones, your immune system, is while you sleep. Why let it run on empty for eight to eight plus hours, hopefully, while you're getting that much sleep? Give it that extra boost of fuel to carry you a little bit farther through the night. Love that. It's really easy. And this is especially important if you wake up hungry. If you're waking up hungry, I recommend sneaking in that extra snack before bed. There is honestly nothing I love more than celebrating your nutrition wins because you work hard as athletes for what you do and any fueling win deserves to be celebrated. Abby is an athlete in the Academy and the Academy is my online nutrition library designed to be your go-to hub for fueling resources. Abby writes, I've been trying to increase my fuel for months and just ended up stuffed. After going through the Academy and watching the videos on under fueling and how to add more fuel, I'm eating so much more. Well done. I'm adding in small extra bites during the day, which means adding more fuel is so much easier. A small upgrade like a bagel instead of toast or chocolate milk instead of water were simple swaps that were really easy and improved my energy and training. Abby, well done and way to go. That's what it's about. It's those small, consistent changes from day to day that helps you reach your goals. If you're ready to take your game to the next level, I invite you to join the Academy. You will have videos, handouts, fueling guides, recipes, and more at your fingertips. So let's get started today. Visit smnutritionrd.com backslash academy. The fourth tip for athletes is staying hydrated. This is a big one. Staying hydrated. I always have my water bottle close as I'm recording this podcast. It is right next to me really close. In fact, I'm pausing and taking sips because hydration is so important. Did you know that a small dip in your hydration can significantly impact your gain? Slower reaction times, impacts your speed, your endurance, you lose concentration, and for more significant changes in your hydration or dehydration, we'll call it, you may experience cramps, heat exhaustion, and really increase your risk for an ER trip if you're really dehydrated. We don't want that we want to make sure you are hydrated. And again, this word is going to pop up just like it did for protein, consistency. You can't really make up water, right? So if you're not drinking water all day, it's really hard to chug the amount of water you need before practice comfortably. You're going to be sloshy. You're going to be bloated. It's not going to be good. And so you've got to be consistent throughout the day when it comes to your hydration. I would love for you to focus on sipping your water all day. 
find a bright colored water bottle, make sure there's a straw in it, and just sip, sip away all day. That is my number one tip to help you stay hydrated is keep it close, make sure it's colorful so it catches your eye, and believe me, putting a straw in it will make such a difference. I had an athlete call the other day, and as soon as she logged on, she was so excited to tell me that she drank so much more water simply because she used my tip and she put a straw in there. And she's like, I didn't realize how lazy I was. And I was like, you're not lazy, but I get what you're saying. It takes more effort to unscrew the top and lift the water bottle up versus if you can just lean over and grab a sip or if you're watching a movie, you can just keep it in your lap and just kind of sip away and not have to move much at all. So using that one, the straw and then a bright colored water bottle can really make a big, big difference. Now, water should be the foundation of your hydration plan. Absolutely. We really want to focus on water mostly, but I get it. Water can also be pretty boring. So we want to make sure we're adding some variety when it comes to your hydration. Drinking mostly water, carrying your water bottle around during the day or having water with meals or when you first wake up or before bed. Perfect. Don't forget about other things that can give you hydration plus bonus nutrients. So things like milk or soy milk are great. Plus you get some added protein, carbohydrates, calcium and vitamin D. Really great sources of nutrients there. Lemonade is really good for some extra carbohydrates and maybe some just tartness makes water a little bit more exciting. For extra carbs too, you can also do juice. You know, every once in a while, that is absolutely fine. And then sparkling water or seltzer are really great if you want some fizzies, just something a little bit different. Or you can mix juice and sparkling water together so you have a little bit more flavor. You can really have fun with it. Smoothies are hydrating. Soup is hydrating. Fruits and vegetables are hydrating. There's a lot we can do when it comes to hydration to add some fun variety in. In warmer weather or for longer practice sessions, I also recommend adding in some electrolytes. Now, I said electrolytes, but we have a lot of options when it comes to those electrolyte choices. Some of the most obvious are sports drinks. You can absolutely choose a sports drink if that's what works for you and your gut. They're really handy. They taste good. And if that encourages you to drink more during practice, awesome. Especially during longer practices or hotter practices, I do recommend having a sports drink with your water. So kind of alternating sips or every other water break, kind of doing one water one Gatorade or if you or sports drink or if you're doing a couple sips of water, do a couple sips of sports drink as well. Now there's a lot of varieties, brands, drinks, powders you can choose from when it comes to sports drinks. I want you to make sure of a really one key thing is that you're not choosing the zero version or the the low carb, low sugar version of that sports drink. A big part of hydration is the carbohydrates. You have the the fluid, the water, which is obviously the hydration piece. You have the electrolytes, which helps move that water throughout your body and pull it into your muscle. And you need that carbohydrate piece, one, as energy during practice, but also it helps your body hold on to water. So it's really important that if you're going to do a sports drink, you're finding one that has carbohydrate in it as well. Your body needs that fuel, especially during a 90 minute plus workout or double sessions or really hot sessions. If you want a different alternative and you don't want to do sports drinks, that is perfectly fine. You don't have to do any of those powders or anything like that. You can just look at food as great options too. So looking for a salty snack with water is a great combination to kind of replace that sports drink during practice or before practice. Salty things like pretzels, goldfish, crackers, Cheez-Its, those sorts of things. Simple carbs that are salted with some water is the perfect combination if you just want to lean more towards just snacks during practice. That is fine too. You truly have to find what works best for you and your gut. So if you don't have time to kind of munch on a snack during practice, 
sports drinks or the electrolyte tabs are probably the best option for you. But if you have a minute to kind of throw some pretzels in your mouth and then grab a couple sloshes of water and run back on the field, perfect. You've got to find a fueling plan that works for you, a strategy that fits your gut and your lifestyle. That is a perfect transition, actually, to tip number five, our final tip, listening to your body and finding what works best for you. It's so important that you have an individualized fueling plan and that you're listening to your body throughout the day. And what that means is if you're hungry, eat. Your body is always talking to you. I don't care if you just ate, have a snack again if you're hungry. And if you're constantly hungry and find that, wow, I'm always eating and I need a snack right after, I want you to ask yourself these questions and be honest and dive into your day and kind of see how you're eating and and if these are kind of true or false and if you can make changes. But my first question is, are your portions large enough? So if you're hungry right after a meal, are your portions large enough? Are you giving yourself enough carbohydrates? Leading to that second question, is most of your plate carbohydrates? Do you have a third or half of a plate carbs? That's a big one. Question number three, have you been consistent with your protein? Have you added 20 to 30 grams of protein at every meal and 5 to 15 grams of protein at every snack? Protein is really good, obviously, rebuilding muscle, but it also helps you stay full. So if you're just doing a big plate of carbs and veggies but missing out on the protein, you're going to be hungry pretty soon after. So it's important we add in that protein as well. And do you have essential fats on your plate? Fats give you endurance energy and they also help you stay full. They make food more delicious. It's important that you have those essential fats on your plate as well. So maybe it's olive oil, maybe it's butter, maybe it's avocado. Whatever your fat of choice is, peanut butter, make sure that you have some on your plate. So these are my five kind of pillars or foundations to a solid fueling plan. Everybody's different. So I do want to say, you know, one may work better for you versus the other. You may have to add one thing at a time. There's no specific order, but for every athlete, having these foundations is really key in making you successful and improving your energy and just helping you feel more confident in fueling your goals. My goal as a sports dietitian is to help you be your best as an athlete, as a human, as a student, as whatever you want to be. I want to help you fuel and take your game, take your human self, take your lifestyle to the next level. And we do that with consistency of these five things. And that's where you want to start. Pick one at a time. So maybe this week you're focusing on protein. Next week, carbohydrates. The next week, hydration, snacks, and so on. You're practicing these little steps for your fueling plan to really help you accelerate and be confident in fueling your goals. And that is what it is all about. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of High School Athlete Nutrition. Every episode, we are breaking down the basics of nutrition for athletes to help you feel more energized on the field. If you want to be the first to know when the next episode will be released, please make sure you hit the subscribe button above. If you have any questions about the fueling foundations we covered today, or if you'd like more support with your fueling plan, please don't hesitate to reach out by visiting my website at www.smnutritionrd.com, which is linked in the show notes. But until next time, happy fueling.